welcome, welcome, welcome back to another exciting episode of Fresh Perspectives. I'm your host, Notorious RMG, aka Becca G. Today, I have the one and only Rashad Radio. In this episode, Rashad and I dab into conspiracy theories in the world of hip-hop news, parenting, the impact of technology on communication, and fantasy football. Yes, you heard me right correctly. Fantasy football. So, Tune in to get to know a little bit more about Rashad, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can get a notification when the next episode drops. I really hope you enjoy the conversation as much as I did, and let me know what you think of this episode. And without further ado, let's get to this conversation. Just so that uh, the listeners... Are listening. I'm gonna do an introduction, so okay, okay. So that's why we're just gonna we can go straight into it. And okay. So, Rashad, tell us a little bit about yourself, because we're gonna. So then I can get see why I want your perspective. First. What do you want the listeners to know about who you are and what you like to do? Well, listeners, <laughs> notorious RMG. I want y'all to know that I am a misunderstood person, but that's because I got a deep voice, I guess, and a tone that can be misunderstood when I'm just trying to be funny. I really am a joke, like a sarcastic jokester, love music, funny stuff, comedy, arts, sports. Uh, you know, I love me some good cannabis sativa, a nice little, uh, cold beer or a drink here and there, you know, I'm, you know, I'm your guy's guy out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not no judger. If you like to do other things, I'm not, I'm not foreign to that, but, but I really want you people to know there's, I'm more love than I am hate. Like I don't really have any hate. Yeah. And I think, uh, people, um, not everybody can say that. And I feel like people should ask themselves, how much are they more love or hate? And what's it looking like? percentage-wise, you know, I, I'm not flawless. I be hating sometimes, and then I check myself. You know, stop right. that. Stop That's the that. important part, the self-reflection. Right. A lot of people right. don't be doing that. And, right. And I think that's something we do have in common with the people not understanding that we're joking because of our tone. People right. uh, make, it, make it offended. Because they think we're being serious, and it's like, no, this is our. Or how about this part? That and this we have in common. You're Hispanic, Latina, American, right? I'm African American. All these terms people use, whatever y'all want. I'm black. She's Spanish. All right, but we might not sound like how every black oh. person. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't yeah. sound tip. Yeah, I mean, and like yeah. The first people thing like well, people will say to me is whatever, the stupid white girl, and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay. I mean. <laughs> you know, it's funny, you left one of my shows recently where we were talking about Jay-Z, or I was, like, up late one night, and I played your message a million times because you were like, really? Is it what we're doing here? Jay-Z <laughs> versus Drake, right? And they misunderstood you. I was like, I understand her, y'all. I know her. They were like, Man, she's going for Drake. I was like, no, she's not. She's saying that Jay Z's better than Drake. She's she's like, laughing at. There this. is no competition. Like Drake shouldn't even be in that category. Yeah. 
<laughs> right. So I knew it, right? But I yeah. played your message over and over again. And then one of the dudes who I didn't know that well, but we he's cool now. Shout out to oh fuck, I'm forgetting the only name right now. Maybe it'll come to me if I'm saying the story, but he said something about your voice too. But he ain't saying nothing about being a white girl. He just thought you were a kid. He's like I don't want nobody who's not even over the age of 21 talking to me about some <laughs> hip-hop. And I was like, yo, bro, she's over the age of 21, man. Like, take it easy. Yeah, I mean, that's the blessing and a curse of having a vo- like this voice. Because people do think I sound a lot younger than I am. Mm-hmm. But I, kind of, I think it's funny. And I would have, honestly, if I had stayed there, I probably would have not left another message and just laughed. <laughs> just to watch and hear them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That shit was funny. Oh, Yogi. Shout out to homie Yogi, I believe. That was his oh, name. yeah, yeah. Yogi. Yeah, he, I, I know who that is. That's funny. Yeah. And, all right, so this is good. This is where, this is where we can get. I want to get your perspective on, it's like, not political, but the recent news. Um, this hip-hop news. And it's, it's a West Coast kind of news. But it's also maybe East Coast kind of news. And the arrest of Pox murderer, Pox right? murderer. And KVD. I don't even know how to say his name. KVD, right? Was that right? KVD. Yeah. And that entire conspiracy. So, Man. what were your initial thoughts when that happened? My initial thoughts, when I, and I got to tell you, I'm not as researched as I need to be on this because I'm taking my time. This is going to get funky. Oh, don't worry. I'm. I went down some, like, non-credible rabbit holes so <laughs> we, we good <laughs> like my initial thoughts when i saw it come across my washington post app you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. the real deal news shit i'm like wait what yeah i'm like damn i don't like to get into the whole politics or around the corner type talk Voting yeah. season is coming. It could be coincidental. I don't know. But this shit is going to play out like it for could a be while. A distraction. Yeah, like a distraction. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. I do think there could be some of that involved. But I also think, like, what, what did Malcolm X say back in the day? The chickens come or the. the Chickens will come out to roost or something. Yeah, like I feel like, like, and what comes in, what was done in the dark coming to light, I feel like it slowly happens mm-hmm. for everybody. So, like, maybe there was this age of, like, the Weinsteins and the and the, and the the uh, Cosby and we're exposing sexual predators. And I'm sure that will continue happening. But what if yeah. this whole reveal uh, era that we're in starts revealing, like, murderers and shit like this? So, But I feel this wasn't really even a reveal because, I mean, even in – so even watching the news conference, they knew. Like, they knew this were – like 30 years like but he but they didn't exactly know who shot not that it really matters it doesn't really matter who shot because the law is like even he's in the car like however they had a proffered agreement meaning like so they entered like a second agreement where they promised not to prosecute for information but that agreement only was for one interview but then kpd wrote a, a memoir he talked about it and then he did other interviews and that gave rise to the um the raid of his uh, house however i i think he was talking about it beforehand so i'm kind of confused as to why they waited till now so 
that's where that conspiracy. Oh, I've been so hearing that's what that I'm saying lot. because of the whole Diddy implications, right? Right. And, that's right, what and I that's, think has to do with it. And that's and what I was in all long winded about. Mm-hmm. And that is where the rabbit hole I've been going. I've been going down. It's the non credible. Like I, I have no credible sources, right? <laughs> so, but I sometimes I will entertain it because I, I went. On, I was on YouTube. Okay, these are not even credible like outlets. Like I went on YouTube. I went on TikTok, and um, it it kind of makes sense. It kind of makes sense because if you think about it, Suge Knight was, you know, head record label of the West Coast. And then you have Diddy uh, for Bad Boys and East Coast. Mm-hmm. And then it just, uh-uh. like, it kind of makes sense. But that, I don't know. Diddy, did, did Diddy, Diddy, did he do it? <laughs> Did he did he do it? I mean, it did did he do it, right? That could be a track. Did did he do it? Um I don't know. I mean it's Eminem been said. even him in Kamikaze. Well, in that Kamikaze or the kill shot or the one yeah, where Yeah, yeah, he said that. He just dropped it on there like fuck puff. I was like, wow. Or, or yes, or even though he said it like you know, puff like killed or killed you back. And then at the end he's like, just kidding, puff. Did we love you or some shit like that? Mm-hmm. Eminem's crazy how we do that too, man. Because he be trolling with that shit, and people like you either remember it or you don't. Um, I'm scared to talk on that shit, but like, yeah, I guess uh, it, it it doesn't shock me. I'm looking to see how this plays out. What more people? Mm-hmm. What names get involved? Like, you know, what I mean, like, I feel like. It's gonna be a mess unnecessarily when it just started with some dude named Keefy D. Who I'm like, who are you anyway? Well, he was the leader of the Compton, um, Compton, Cairo. Oh wow! And so he was the head of a gang, but I guess so. There's a detective who was on it, and they claim to have some links with that that can kind of link City to it. But you know, it's. I mean, it's not uh, strong enough to even bring a case. And then, it's just kind of, it's kind of crazy. How a year late after, Fox's death, uh, Biggie dies, in L.A. Right. And, uh, um, the mom, uh, Big, um, Biggie's mom sued the L.A. Sheriff Department, but I guess they there is some. Somewhere in the rabbit hole, I can't even. It's so un like credit worthy, you know, unreliable that I I didn't even really pay attention to Odell. It's just like listening, but they kind of saw the inter um, how it's interconnected with Fox murder, and so I'm I really do want to get like well not on here, but like I like I want to spend time getting into that rabbit hole because. No, it's gonna be interesting, man. Because the rap money and the rappers. And again, like I was trying to be all coded, but I'm implying that like all that money in the industry that some of these artists have and it's know, dirty. We can just say yeah, it's dirty. Yeah, exactly. Like and it's been that way for a long time. And I feel like this age has shown when people have been dirty with like I said before, the sexual predatorship. But mm-hmm. I feel like when different politics things are at stakes and certain people go here and go there and go down for this, the next thing you know. 
everybody's business starts coming out and you know yeah. who knows like, did you see that shit about uh my man Praz from uh the Fuji's no he was like you could if you get I don't know if you google while you're doing this but like he literally it up. was like involved in some type of like spying with China or like he was a he was like he was a a snitch for America cuz he was a spy for China I I I can't even get it right like he don't there was some type of polit- political Oh yeah, like, Cross con- Michael was found guilty and this is on from CNN and the Guardian mm-hmm. Guardian uh, people don't trust uh CNN, I'll do The Guardian uh, for conspiracy. Oh, damn. He was convicted. Dude. Yeah, I'm telling you. So, like, and he was just taking money from some somebody who, like, was wanted, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Right? It was a spy. Like, he didn't even know. He's just taking money. And I don't know how that really ties into this, like, puffy shit. But what I'm just saying is, I was surprised at how long these investigations be, you know, like, until they decide, like, all right, all right, that's enough. Let's go ahead and get this motherfucker. And I feel like he denied, like, uh, a he denied a bargain. Like, they tried to give him a deal and he didn't take it or some shit. Oh. So he's, he, uh, it's no, I'm crazy. reading this right now and it's like, <laughs> it kind of, like, the thing is, it makes no, there's something more here because it originally says that he just wanted to take a photo, picture with Obama. Mm-hmm. You were pretty. You is in the you are in the Fuji's like Obama had nah. <laughs> there's there's something more to that definitely. Something no, not Proz didn't want to take a picture with Obama. The dude who gave him money. The money, yeah, this, yeah. But Proz could have just you know invite like they always get like a guest or something. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But it was someone he didn't know was a Chinese spy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, you know, that's dirty money over there that he didn't even know he was fucking with. And who knows what's going on? So he says, like, we really yeah. don't know. Like, I, I want to. We, we, we really don't know. Don't know. Yeah. You're right. We don't know. It's been on 10 counts. Oh, dang. I would definitely be that dummy with the dirty money thinking that I didn't do anything wrong. It's okay. I can use well, this money. He got more than $100 million. So, <laughs> so I mean, if someone is asking just to me and they're like, I'll give you a hundred million dollars, like where you get that money from? Bro, I'm telling you, <laughs> I would be like, Hey, don't mind your business. I didn't do nothing. I got a friends in high places. If you be quiet and act right, you can get some of this money I yeah. got. That's true. I mean he, but he must have known because if you are an unwitting conspirator. They can't charge you because you don't have the intent. So he had to have known something. I don't think so. I think he's a dummy. I feel like he's a big dummy that was like, no, money because it's all about and... it's all about intent. So he had to have like known that what he was doing was not lawful. Oh them... yes, no, I think he knew that. Right, whether he knew that the other person was like a spy, that as he. Yeah, no, I definitely think he knows. He definitely knows. He's from the hood. He definitely knows. Ain't nobody giving you money for nothing. And that mm-hmm. much money, you're doing something. I'm sure he thought about it yeah. for a little while. I bet you. And I thought about it, too. When I, I think I recorded myself when I first read this. And I was like, yo, 
I feel like the way you would feel anybody if you did this, if you did such a gutsy move, you took a whole bunch of money and, you know, you're supposed to just be mums the word, you would probably be mad paranoid for like a mm-hmm. month. But oh, then, yeah. like, after a month, you'd probably be like, well, after time some... passes, you think you're like, oh, well, I'm it's straight. Been like 30 years, or it's been like 20 years. <laughs> they I'm came and get got them later. Isn't that crazy like, how they do that though? Like they have the time to do this. They have well, they have the resources, and people think yeah, China China has hackers, but so does the U.S. Like the like nothing is safe, and especially if you put anything online or if you're putting things in just the bank account alone, like that is not you don't have any right to privacy. Like they have to get a warrant, but they don't need your permission. It's a third party, but that's. You know, I ain't gonna hold you, uh, Pedro, man. You are kind of in and out, so I don't know if you want to try to get closer yeah, gonna... into your mic. Yeah, I keep because I'm on there. You go, that there. sounds good right there. I... You can sound good if you just stay in that vicinity to the mic. Yeah, yeah, no, I can't. I, I there you it. go, <laughs> but um, so growing up, uh, like who was. You went. This maybe have been like a replay from Quebec. I'm like, me. so who was like so one cool. of your inspirations, like for your even doing your music? Like, who do you draw from? Oh shit! Well, you know, <clears throat> growing up, man, I listened to so much music. I didn't know until like I wasn't. How can I say? <sighs> tied down, like. I didn't really start writing music until I got out of a relationship in my 20s, my early 20s, right? I used to write poems just fucking around and, like, always, like, make mixtapes and shit and, like, have, like, a little, like, playful feel for the music while always, like, feverishly and, like, like, habitually collecting it. Like, I had a lot of mixtape CDs. I'm that guy you got in my car. I got music everywhere. So... Mm But I didn't. So I want to tell you, I draw like when I when I finally got to that point of like, I'm Rashad Sadiq or all the many names that I've gone through. A lot of solo artists come to mind. You know what I mean? Like Nas is one of my favorite. Um, then there's other things that you might be surprised, like Be Real from Cypress Hill is a big influence. Um, that's a Gemini for you over there. Shout out to all the. Yeah, there's a lot Gem- of. Good artists that are Gemini's. Tupac, oh, Bush for Gemini, sure, for sure. Kanye, for sure. Kendrick, Jesse Reyes. Sure. Look, I can go on and on. Mm-hmm. You guys actually are no longer surprising me when I find out somebody's a Gemini. Sometimes I can even look at it and call it because y'all are like special artists. I don't know what it is about the Gemini artists, but maybe yeah, it's, they're, it's a separate personality. It's something and I different. Think- that's what I like about Kendrick because he plays on that because he has a different, well, he'll play like a different, like, kind of personality, but how he um, alters his tone for different um, expressions that he's trying to convey. So I think that could be like a Gemini. He's trying to show different. I, f- I feel like to a Gem, like when I look at Gemini's, if they're like all of them, like, Right, and they're like going to a, a room or a classroom, and someone's like, "This is what art is," and it's like A R T, big letters, colored in inside the lines. Like the Gemini just looks at that and is like, "I'm gonna fuck that shit up and make it my art." 
You know what I mean? Like this yeah. is not art. How you know what I mean? And I, I love how the Gemini definitely understands the concept of what art is supposed to be perceived as, but they give their own like wild, potent remix to it, like so genuine that it's only theirs. Yeah. You know, like that's that's how I would look at it. Like, you know what I mean? Like I feel like they're so personable and like giving you a part of themselves in their in their art where when did did you actually because i didn't really know about much about astrology until i I joined the stereo app oh for real yeah i really i only knew i was i was a gemini and and nothing beyond that like very surface like all right yeah how did you start learning about or now is that just always it's always been a part of my vocabulary because my mom so I can blame my mom like she would say stuff to me like if I was being like when I would get really like worked up as a kid like we talking like teenage a little bit younger than teenage years to teenage years she would say oh there goes that Scorpio right and I would never like pay attention to it too much until you know you hear it more often you hear things about this you hear things about that you want to learn about yourself you tell girls about yourself. So all my like high school years and shit, I had like my mom had books and like little stuff that I would peek at and share nuggets of information with with people, you know what I mean? So Yeah. For a long never, time. <laughs> that that has never been really like even like so like I had different groups like growing up. I had friends like cuz I went to a private high school, private high school in Orange County, so uh, even with them, and then I would hang out with like my people from like LA, like the astrology thing. Like I probably don't even know half of my friends' um, zodiac signs because that was just never a thing. And so, yeah, I was actually. I mean, it's pretty cool though. Like now that I'm like like getting to know about it, um, I mean, I I actually find that really cool. Well, look so, at it like this. I, I think I'm definitely an odd one out of the, my friends. Like, wasn't it wasn't like it was a click of me and we were all all into Zodiac shit. I was definitely the one that was annoying people with that shit the same way I might have been annoying with people. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. I did take it to the next level because my birthday, you know what I mean? 11-11. I feel like that's dope. So, and you also, I don't know how much older I am than you, but I'm definitely about to date myself when people had pagers you know, oh, we used yeah. to have codes and like some girls, their codes would be their birthdays. So, you know, I would be like, you know, running game. Like, oh, okay. Oh, so you were Aries. Oh, you were Gemini. All right. And then coincidences of meeting people that were born in June often or born in the end of May. Yeah. I mean, so like it stuck with me and I definitely was going, I went to college like 18, 17, 18 years old and met a whole bunch of different people. And was that guy talking that Zodiac shit again? You know what I mean? So that's that's interesting because, well, my parents wouldn't allow me to have a preacher. I wasn't even able to have like a phone, <laughs> a cell phone until I was able to drive. So um, that's so funny. Your parents are strict. Oh yeah, like I got in, like I had a quote unquote boyfriend when I was in ninth grade. It wasn't really a boyfriend, but I swear. You would think I was doing like something crazy, but we went just for a walk in the park. 
and his dad and my and his dad was like around my mom and my, no, and my dad and my dad he's actually like really chill but just people if you were just to look at him you would think he's scary but he's not he's mm-hmm. but my dad comes and goes let's go your mom's pissed <laughs> and i'm like oh shit and you but you would think i was doing something like i don't know crazy but it was just walking in the park that's how strict they were they're protective of you you don't have any brothers no but i do know and i and my dad has admitted this if i had a brother um they probably he wouldn't have had had as many like rules it wouldn't have been as strict right right and i said that's they would have put it on your brother to take care of you and when I told my dad, I'm like, it's bullshit. And he said one excuse was, is women can get pregnant. I'm like, yeah, well, who gets women pregnant, dad? Hmm? Right? Like, Ugh. and it, he was like, okay. But I mean, we, my dad and I, we have, like, me and him are like the same person. You and I get along very well. If you didn't you know, if you were to hear us talking, you would think we were like, well, even that's kind of how like you and I talk, like, because we both have like this dry sense of humor and can be kind of sarcastic so like mm. that's how me and him are and uh, it's kind of funny but do you have any siblings? shout out to that i don't man i mean so i was the only child um but shout out to my brother you ready max ready for me to explain yes <laughs> all right so i'm the only child so, E, when you hear this, if you hear this, because a lot of these people that are in your family and your friends, they don't even listen to your stuff. So they'll probably never hear it. But if he does, I have a half-brother, and he don't like to hear that. But, you know, it's my brother now. We're men. But when I was a kid, I didn't have my half-brother around me. You know, I knew that there was somebody out there in the world, but I didn't really know him. I'm a child. This is my world. I'm the only child, right? Yeah. I didn't really know my half-brother until... Uh, recently, so it's 2023. I just started rocking and talking with my half brother. I don't know, let's say six years ago. What initiated? Uh, so how, like, what initiated y'all to start talking? Well, I started talking to my dad, and so I didn't really talk to my dad either. You know what I mean? Like, I, I grew up with my mom out here, but mm-hmm. then I had a, I had a child, and you know, I changed like shit. I changed like shit. Even though I, I feel like I kept it, kept it Rashad with like the Rashad radio, and you know I don't do it as much as I used to. I try. I'm that old man still trying to do it. First of all, you're not old. I feel like age is a uh, because even though like age being wise, you can feel old. But there, I feel like age is kind of like a concept in the sense that you you're pretty young like even at heart like even in the mind because my like my grandma she's 104 but she is more wow. active than my dad who's in his like 70s so it's for me it's like a it's a state of it's like it's just a state of mind and as long as you keep working your mind you know i mean not ex- excluding all the you know genetic factors that can go on um it's just really nice. And it's um, and if my grandma can do it, and she's still like sound mind, she's still like going out to the like Vegas, you know, gambling and stuff. So, um, wow. my grandpa was, my grandpa passed away, and he was younger than her, and so it just 
you never know. So I think age is really, people say like I'm getting old. Well, I'm like, well, you could be saying you're getting old in your 60s, but lived to be 104. So that she still had 40 years when That's she started. That's true. That's so, true. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And she, gosh, and she's like the, she's like the sweetest. But that's really cool that you started talking to your, um, your half brother. But you call him your brother. Yeah, because um, it sounds whack. Just like I got a stepdaughter. I don't like saying stepdaughter. I like to say that's my daughter, even though some will argue that's not your daughter. Like, all right, well, who else was being the dad for? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, well, who was raising her, right? And like, I, I, for all intents and purposes, you are the father, her father. Maybe not the biological, but you are. Right. I'm not trying to take that, but I just feel like I don't need to include step. I was a right. dad. I was making decisions and saying yes or no, <clears throat> and you know, and protecting and going through her phone and shit. Ah, so you go through, you know what? My dad did try that. So you're going through her phone, you know? <laughs> I feel like everybody should be going through their kids' phones. Like, I have sneaky and un invasive ways that you could do it without making your child oh, feel I, a certain way, you know? Oh, you I know. Just... I found out later. There's this thing that I don't even know Verizon or I don't know what thing they use, but they could send the tech. They could just send like some of the tech to my parents' phone. And that's that's when I got caught sneaking out. I'm like, how the fuck did you get that? And then I found out they had um, they had this thing. I'm like, oh, trail so yeah but yeah you gotta be on top of it yeah it was definitely not anywhere i should have been so yeah yeah this shit's different man i mean like you literally live now in a time where anybody from a grown-ass man to some dumbass punk-ass kid at the school can appear on a device in your bedroom of the child that you want to take care of and guard and yeah. care for. And that person, whether they be a friend or a stranger, can share technology and a blink of an eye that and show your child terrible things. So, yeah. you know, you see, I'll be on it. You know, it's some people... Scary. I'm sorry, I could ramble about it, but, like, no, that one thing... Yeah, because... It's it's true though. Listen, because parenting can make if you don't care, then I feel like people don't like to hear people who care, and they they get they get defensive and they want to argue and and, and and be arbitrary. But like, see, I, I think it's always best to I'm just. I'm not a parent, so I'm not here to judge on how someone parents. I think everybody's doing the best they can, and you uh, I'm not judging. Got a kid. Got kids coming soon, better like? No. <laughs> no, not yet. No, I, I don't even know. I'm, I don't even know if I want kids, but no, we'll see. Um, well, well yeah. so just know that if and when you do have it, the arguments or debates that you might have with other parents are kind of like the worst. <laughs> and that's. And that's a question that I have. Like, for me, and this is just, I mean, because I don't really know, but my parents, even when it came to other parents and talking about raising kids, my mom would just say, well, this is my kid, and this is how I'm going to raise them. 
I don't really need your opinion on raising my kid. And she, I mean, that's shutting it down. Um, but I always find it kind of like intrusive where, especially, I mean, sorry, I'm, a lot of my white grandparents, they didn't have as many rules as I did. So you would have <laughs> their parents trying to convince my, my mom to let me do go places or stay over when she had already mm-hmm. said no. Mm-hmm. And I already told my friends, my mom's going to say no. It doesn't matter how many times you ask or if you get your mom to she's going to say no. And she did. And she, they did. And then I, I still got in trouble. So. It's like a super, I mean, that's like, there's memes and, and, and jokes on the internet about Hispanic moms being this way because it's so true. But then, but yeah, that's how I think my, I think it's just how it's passed down because my, my grandma and my grandpa, they had four girls and one son. My uncle could do whatever he wanted. Like, whatever. But my mom and my aunt could not, like, it, it was a shit. Like, when my mom uh, went to, because she went to UCLA for uh, her undergrad and she went to live on campus. That was, like, the big shame in the family that she went out and lived on her own. And so, like, it, it's just different. And so, uh, but she still, but my grandpa would not like talk to her until she grad he graduated and he finally was like he showed up and you know he was proud but that was something that was like really hard for him to realize like yo like she's independent he always came back home during the weekends so like that was a compromise they had to make um but nowadays like when i even when i when i was like so like even different generations like a lot of my friends had zero curfews and I would be so jealous. I'd be like, why do I have to be home at midnight? And they're like able to go out till three. My mom goes, well, I don't, I don't really care. Because I said so. Because I said so. And, and what like, age range are we talking now? Because I want to oh, compare it in so, a second. Um, when I was eight, so when I was 17, like I didn't really have a curfew. I wasn't doing anything, but they didn't really set one. The moment I turned 18, you have to be home by midnight. Oh. Right. And so, yeah, after 18, I had to be home by midnight. And then when I turned, like, after I turned 21, like, I don't have any, like, I can do whatever I want. But it's up until I told, turned 21, like, they had, they were a little more strict. Because I still lived in, uh, I still live under their roof. So. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And there's no shame in it. And if you have to, I mean, if you can, because listen, my daughter, our daughter is 20, about to be 21 in March, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a college kid. She's great, right? Mm-hmm. She's an adult. It's weird. It's definitely weird to think I have a stepdaughter, a.k.a. daughter, that's 20, about to be 21. It's hard to believe that I've been doing this parenting thing for 10 years because my son is 10. Right. So I've only been raising this girl since she was 10. But when she comes home from college, you know, I don't really be on nothing. Definitely done with it. Right. Yeah. But there's certain things that I feel like just because you're an adult, you still still can get checked in the house. You know what I mean? Like, 
oh, for yeah. certain things, not for like curfews, but like like for certain shit, you still be able to get checked. You know what I mean? Well, like, this is not your house. Like we're not charging no rent. You can definitely come home to us. But don't bring no random people over. Us, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And like, can you keep it clean? Um, you know what I mean? Like certain things. Because it's not necessarily your own. It's weird. It's definitely weird. So I, I'm not saying nothing because it was definitely hard while she What's was still, like from about oh, like. That's what my mom would still say. Like, well, this is still my house. You're here. And exactly. And she's still like, I mean, uh, not when it comes to curfew. I mean, I got, I should, I do tell them. And so I try to give them the courtesy to tell them like, okay, well, I'm going to be staying the night here. And I don't really go out that much. But when I was going out, I would tell them, give her the courtesy. Like, I'm going to stay at my friend's house. And I'd be completely right. honest about it. Before I would, like, before when I did have strict rules, that they would allow me to stay the night. I, I, I would lie. I'd be like, oh, I'm at my best friend's house. Um, because she knew their mom and, uh. But now, uh, no, I don't. I don't lie about it no more. Cause, huh? it is what it is. Like, it's just. I can see how it is hard being a parent. Though. Did you ever find yourself thinking like, when like growing, being a parent, and then you see yourself how you are, not disciplining, but you know, trying to tell like checking them. You're like, oh man, now you sound like your your parent. Or do you ever? Yeah, definitely, definitely. For like Bama shit that I never thought I would be like, because excuse me, because excuse me, because you don't think when your parents are parents like that anything that they're griping about is is really legit, right? Because you don't have no mm-hmm. sense of time, you don't have no sense of worth, you don't have no sense of nothing. But yeah, definitely be on some. Take your shoes off. Turn the light off. Don't do, you know what I mean? Be, yeah. I'd be nagging on my kid the same way I didn't want to get nagging. I'm trying to be more mindful of it now because I can hear my son getting older and he's responding differently to it. Like, I can hear him being annoyed. So I'm going to try to, like, switch up the seasoning. I was just thinking that today, as a matter of fact. But, yeah, I, it stinks. And, like, so, and, all right, so put it like this. Ten years difference, right? So when my son was four, this little girl was 14. Now she's 20. Right. But mm-hmm. when she was 14, I definitely was saying from 14 to her graduating days in high school, I definitely was saying shit that parents say. <laughs> when yeah. I was a kid, I said that so many times to her because <laughs> you, you, it's like impossible not to like let them know that it wasn't that long ago. Well, at least you're not. When I was a kid, my dad was getting deep with the belt. I'm like, you threw a shoe at me. Just threw your shit. Yeah, shit like that. <laughs> like I and I was forever telling her how we didn't have the phone. Like we didn't have yeah. cell phones. That, that was like my biggest thing to tell them is like we didn't have that. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy how like technology has like just expanded and has is it good and it's bad. Which listen <laughs> Listen for your listeners real quick. I'm gonna drop a nugget on you. Y'all can agree with it or disagree with it. We can move to your next point because I can hear you getting ready to transition. But I gotta no, say no. this. Say your point. It, it is a bad thing that has to get under control as far as parenting with the whole subject of phones and technology and children. I I'm telling you, one thing I, that sticks out is that I remember she's a pretty girl. She's still a pretty woman now. 
nobody really was asking her to go to homecoming and stuff like that and like that shit was just dead like compared to my generation where that was like a thing and i noticed a difference and i'm gonna blame it on technology which is that these little boys don't have to approach girls the way my generation had to approach girls they approach girls digitally yeah that's no and i i completely agree like that's a like now like there wasn't a I guess there's these new terms like breadcrumbing, I guess, where people are able to, Mm -hmm. like, it's just so much easier to break up with people with technology because people just don't respond. Like, that's the thing. Like, I I never really had that experience until, like, my 20s. Like, even when I did this first guy I dated, like, yeah, it's like, you know, like, like, yo, this ain't working now. And I said, okay, you know, and we moved on. Like, now these days, it's just like, I'm just gonna stop talking to them. It's like, yo, ghost them, right? And that's even now, even coming be- like with between friendships too. It's like people will just ghost a friendship, and it's like you've been friends for this many years, and you're gonna not just talk to. It's it's communicating. Yeah. That's technology has like really affected our ability to communicate. I think also though the illusion is there too. Like technology makes it so of course you could be in Cali, I can be in Maryland, we can do shit instantaneous, we can do FaceTime, we can get in touch with each other at a blink of it, you know, super fast. So why right. would we ever stop? Right? But people stop. I'm sure before technology made it so that you could have everlasting communication and connections with people. I'm pretty sure people faded on people. So now, when people naturally fade on people, motherfuckers can't take it. They got to put a post and, you know, there's got to right. be some type of deeper meanings and how it's new year, new me. And, like, it's cool. I get it. But, like, we have to understand, in my mind, I've already got, I got it by being a parent. Better like that, like, that, like, my kids, they were born into this type of shit, but now I'm seeing from afar that like this is an era like you know what I mean like this is yeah. just it's I don't know how to explain it's just, it's just different you know, I, now so and I can even like even with like the different generations like because I didn't have technology as a kid uh, I mean I had a flip phone in high school like, in, like the iPhone the first iPhone didn't come mm-hmm. out though maybe I was like a junior and so it was just like you had to communicate and you would think with technology it would be easier to like you know talk to people and connect but yet i feel like it's has the opposite effect and yeah because that ease is an actual pressure that if you're not cool with like i even i i can get um pushy about it with my woman and i it's ugly I hear myself and I'm like, oh, shut up, Rashad. Why are you being like that with her? Because I'm expecting, you know, with technology that she should be able to communicate with me quickly and fast, you know? Yeah. And some people just aren't on it like that. And so I feel like (laughs) there you go. So, yeah, I just feel like knowing that we live in a time and raising kids or even young adults like yourself coming up in a time where you see this is how technology works it's like a, a gift and a curse. It's like a pressure being left on red and all that, con- you know what I mean? Like- and, that's, and that's why I, not only for my 
own mental health. But I keep my, so like I have that intentionally off because sometimes I will see a message and I will think that I have responded and then I'll forget, like, but I obviously haven't responded. So I don't let people see that error because then people can take that the wrong way because someone did take it the wrong way and it was like a complete accident. And it was really like, I really thought I responded, but I, something was going on and I didn't. <laughs> so people do take little things like being left on red and that could and interpret it to be like a diss or just right. when it's really, it could be just a miscommunication. Cause I, and I've always been a friend, like it takes me a while to respond. Like sometimes I just don't look at it, but I've always said that. And people tend, they don't want to believe me when I say that. But then, And then when they actually, you know, when it happens to them, I say, I told you. Like, the whole two to but three I mean, business days. But how crazy, <laughs> but how crazy are we of people to expect motherfuckers to just react instantly because they're supposed to? You know, like, back in the yeah. day, if you paged somebody and they didn't get back to your page, you page them again, you quote unquote blew up their pager. If they didn't get back to you, you assume they were busy. You know, it mm-hmm. wouldn't be on some like you left me on page, you know, and like <laughs> right. You just assume people are gonna get back to you later because they're busy when you were trying to get with them. It might not even be on the same day. But now a motherfucker hit you at ten o'clock on a Tuesday. If you don't hit them until Thursday or Wednesday, it's you like, there's an issue would... or something. Right there is an issue and it's like and then they don't even want to tell you about the issue that's not see it's like the lack of communications it's like you want to you, you're mad because they didn't respond but then you don't communicate right. with your upset and then it's just like okay yeah and I, and I feel like that is something that's increasing as this technology and as it's, e- it's, it's a easier gift and a curse yeah because it's, it's, it's the we take a for granted the fact that it is easier, you know, to talk that we take, I don't even know how to explain it, but I think we just take for granted. No, it's exactly, I mean, it's, you're taking it for granted and and then you're also applying undue pressures on people. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't have to be that way. Even like FaceTime, you know what I mean? Like, that's a gift. I tell yeah. my mom sometimes, like, yo, I, I think you're spoiled with FaceTime. I'm about to stop FaceTiming. I'm going to call you on the regular phone. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because it didn't, you didn't used to get to see my environment when you called me. You didn't get to used to say, who are you with? Let me see, and shit like that. That shit bothers me now, you know? Yeah, and I think it's the unrealistic expectations people put on others. So maybe because someone is so quick to respond to someone. Maybe they're just used to like being quick. It's unrealistic to expect everyone to be that way. So, and that's the one thing that I think I also can get someone's own feelings hurt because you set such high expectations of others that you realize that mm. maybe others can't meet. But it's, and this is actually was transitioning to like, this is actually, that was a really good nugget to transition to like the next subject into mm. podcasting and. Did you, because you're, you have another, like, you have another job, like, an actual, like, job job, like, mm-hmm. you are busy, you are a busy man, and you are also doing, like, this podcasting, 
Is that something that you had always wanted to do or? Not even, but I definitely thought about it. Has people always told you you have this podcasting voice? No, but they would say radio voice. Exactly. I've been hearing that for like, yeah. So you do. I've been hearing (laughs) it for a long time. I appreciate that. I don't know what to do except for I need to work harder on my voice acting and applying that because I got microphones everywhere and I can record myself and I can read well and speak well. And, you know, I got a little bit of a list, but that's all good. But, anyways, um, yeah, it didn't click until podcasting got real popular and at least in my algorithm it got real popular i should say um right around like before trump won like mm-hmm. trump was getting ready to went run for president i remember there was like these nuts running for president it was a weird time um <laughs> cops were shooting remember that shit there yeah, was like was... cops shooting people every week um and you know, I'm a dad, I'm a new dad, I'm a stepdad at that, and I definitely was felt feeling not heard, you know, mm-hmm. like, when I wanted to, like, do a podcast before being a dad, I was making music with these dudes, shout out to the 516, but, like, we were, I was just thinking, like, yo, people are podcasting, Snoop's got his GGN network, let's do our thing, let's just smoke weed and be on YouTube, and you know, it was hard to get get people to do that with me, but the idea faded. But the more I pursued music and and production, like making beats and just having having something that was still my identity, because you you kind of lose yourself when you have kids a, a little bit. You know, like but you yeah. want to you want to yeah. still have, you know. It's no, hard and I to get explain, it. But... No, because I can see it with my sister because you know she just had a kid. My nephew will be a year. It's not just her, right? She has to do things and think about my nephew. So I can first, tell you, yeah, you got it. Yeah, first and foremost, it, like to me, it's like you got to take care of that kid. You also got to take care of the partner that helped you bring the kid. Um, and you got to make sure all that is good and and secure. And then, in my mind, in my world you could treat yourself for doing that, doing well and, and having good intentions and knowing that you're doing the right thing with the right attitude, get yourself some IPAs, get yourself some weed, go get yourself yeah. a microphone, go make a beat, go make some drinks, music. Yeah. Go. She drinks her wine. She'll be like, she'll be like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Find some time for yourself to do what is what you want to do. And with that, with Rashad radio, you want to hear all the variations without boring you. Of how I finally got to where we are now. No, first of all, this ain't boring. Like I'm actually, I'm actually no, this is not boring. Listen, I appreciate you. I I didn't know how I wanted to do it, right? Mm-hmm. But I did know I wanted to talk, right? Yeah. I had a job when my son was like four or three. That was like near D.C., like right on the outlines of D.C., near like George Washington University, like. Anyways, but like I live in the county, so it was kind of a little bit of commute. And I would put my phone in the little mount and record myself on Facebook Live and just talk some shit. <clears throat> nobody would ever come in or nobody would ever stay. It would be like, this is back in like 
2016 or something like that. I don't know, like, yeah, 2016 ish. But you know, my Facebook wasn't jumping like that. I was trying my best to keep people's attention to scatterbrained type concepts, but nonetheless, that turned into me trying to Instagram live. Same thing, like, all right, nobody's really there. And I realized that what was distracting me is my motherfucking face. I was like, I don't want to see my face. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not yeah, trying no. to. I know about. I, yes, I just I didn't want to do it. You get what I'm saying? Like, somewhere around, I was like, yo, I'm going to convert this to like audio and be a yeah. podcast, you know? And I get that because um, like, I, I, I don't want to have to do my makeup because I, I don't, I, I'm lazy. Like I, I'm very lazy, so that's what I like about the podcast. And I mean, yeah, you do have, um, you do sometimes you do Instagram live. I have, I guess you know, I do, I do because the technology's there. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, I was at that time trying to figure out something that I was going to do all the time. Like remember when yeah. I had that streak of doing a uh, morning drive? I'm not sorry. Good morning, stereo live from Maryland. That was a hit, and right, and it's right. It would still be a hit, but I know, like you know, things, you know, change. Life changes. But yeah, you had it was cool. Their schedules for that. Yo, I was flattered when that shit was happening. You know, I was definitely like blessed to meet and communicate and reach people the way I did, and I don't feel like it's over. It's just that things change, but yeah. What I'm saying is that whole stride, that whole streak I had of going every day, I already had that concept years before stereo because I was like, man, I got to do this commute to work every day. I might as well go live every day. That's a good idea. But but the problem was uh, was that Facebook Live and Instagram Live videos, it was too big of a file. So Mm -hmm. I would do it. And then I would get to work and I'd be trying to like work with this file that I really only wanted to get the audio from. And it turned me off. I was like, all right, this is not going to, this is not it. So ironically, here we are on Spotify for podcasters, which was Anchor, right? Yeah. And I got a book called Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. I seen the Bama talking on um, Good Morning, uh, not Good Morning, on the breakfast club he was talking to charlemagne and dj envy and angela yee and he's talking about his book crushing it and he was talking about podcasting how people need to get in podcasting and i was just thinking like man everybody keeps saying my voice this month i need to just change this video thing into a podcast you know got it got the book read the book he's talking about anchoring the book and i got anchor and just started going so I'm, I'm that, that actually i'm glad that happened that's <laughs> it right there that's it. Like, shout out to Gary Vaynerchuk. His book was like the kick in the ass to get Rashad Radio on some audio content only, starting on Anchor. So then, so now we went on stereo, and then you, you've had music on before you went on stereo. So, listeners, go to right. Spotify or Apple Music and download Rashad Radio music because they're all higher. But. Mm-hmm. So so now it's Rashad. When I looked at your music, that's in the playlist. It was Rashad, it was under Rashad Sadiq, but now it's under Rashad Radio. Yeah, I changed again. 
I'm that artist that keeps changing his name. Um, okay, don't don't look at me for uh, because I'd be the biggest hypocrite to say I don't change my name. <laughs> so no. I changed my name. Well, technically you didn't because it's always you've always either had one or the other, right? So it's you know, Jive Radio. So- so, yeah, so, so I don't. I need help, y'all. I need a manager. I need somebody to bless me with the gifts of being like I see what you got. Pay me well. I need somebody like whoever was following Kanye West around back when that. I don't know if you saw that the Genius video. Did you watch that Genius documentary? Um. No. Oh, you need to see it. Okay, so you definitely it's need to on, see it. It is on my list. I, just, I don't. I haven't really. Watched. No, you, I don't watch TV. It's so crazy footage on Netflix for uh, Kanye. But what I'm trying to get to is uh, I needed somebody like that. I need somebody in my corner. I've been a one-man band for a long time. And I tried to do too many things. So I was Rashad Sadiq, rap-wise, way before ever thinking about making a podcast. And when the podcast idea came to me, I thought I had to be a whole different thing. I needed a new email. I needed a new thing. So I made Rashad Radio. Right? But yeah. When we got on stereo, so many people started addressing me as if my name was Rashad Radio, you know, that I was like, man, I done built this Rashad Radio up so much. I might as well just make my artist name. I might as well make everything Rashad Rashad Radio because Rashad Sadiq didn't get as much traction. Rashad Radio is, uh, well, because, you know, Rashad Radio, it's got a... I got a ring to him. Not that Rashad Sadiq does too, but I mean, everybody knows me as Paralyte, right? So, I mean, yep, we're yep, so used to that. Yep. So, I, I mean, I think it, it's good. So, how did you start collaborating with Ron J or Dean Martin, if you're going to look after him? Dean Martin, y'all. You know, what's funny about that. He hit me up randomly around the time that all that DJ upgrade uh this record shit was going on with me mm-hmm. and he was getting ready to release his tape um ron j put out an album not too long ago before this basically a rapper project that we just did yeah. and no, no, he was rooted roses because that's the yes i love that joint because that song totally fit you it really did it did it fit you I appreciate that. And that, got, that was a that was the first thing. That was and it. that got Bex and Millie because Bex and Millie told you and two Bex she's like, she kind of stand your voice. But when she heard that song, she's like, Nah, I fucked with him now. So, <laughs> nah. Shout out to Bex, my favorite Leo. Yeah, she that song. She was like, Okay, this is the shit. Then she just and I told her, I'm like, Yeah, that is Rashad. Like that is that is those lyrics. Those definitely definitely fit him. And then. She, I mean, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And shout out to Ron J for throwing me on that joint. He uh, he had a genius idea. You know, he saw. I didn't even know what he was doing. Everybody had their own little motion, own little movement, own little followers. And he had something going on the whole time. And clearly, he had artists that were working on that project with him. And he he was like, "I want you on a record." And he is. You gotta give more kudos to him for picking that beat. He picked that beat with that concept. And, uh, you know, I actually love that verse, too, because, I mean, if you follow the wordplay, everything has to do with flowers and shit. So, yeah, I love it. That is it. I mean, I do like that. I mean, that album I could hear. I can I guess still listen to it from like beginning to end. 
but there's only like a few songs that I'm like, yeah, this is going in my like my replay, which is Roses, um, Catch a Vibe, and um, my my life, Shout Out to Junkie Dave, and Toxic. Those are the four songs that I'm like. Shout out Junkie Dave. Yeah. I'm just toxic. I'm just toxic. I don't, I don't know why. It's so catchy. I think it's because it's so catchy. Uh, that's, that's probably why I like it that a lot. But even your projects, though, like, they're pretty, like, you all have, like, a good, like, your, your, voice, your voice is just, your sounds both just, like, really mesh well. Yeah, man. So again, I can't take too much credit. I got to give most and almost all of this to Ron J. Dean Martin because The Roses, again, that's him. That's his album. He put me on as a guest artist. I got a verse on there. I'm glad I got it off. I'm glad people appreciated it. And even with this basically a rapper joint that we just did, I've only picked uh, out of those 11 songs, I think I picked two of the beats. Um, And like, Mm -hmm. he just has a real strong fingerprint on on the sound even though of course my voice is my voice and my flow is my flow and my bars are my bars but like you know like if you guys like the music that's going behind it just know that ron jay's got a good touch for that he he writes great hooks and yeah we who would have thought that we would make as much music as we did i feel like it's underappreciated honestly if i do say so myself i feel like that basically a rapper tape is really good music um, but of course, yeah. this is actually me finally the, being the, like that. I didn't used or... to be like that, but like, you like walk around the one with the chip on your you can't walk around like a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, that's walk around. That, that's one of my, mm-hmm. I really do mm-hmm. like that one. That one I, I even made so a shout little to him. I'm glad we made that, but so, ba- so basically, a rapper when. When did you start um, wanting to put out more? Or let, now let's talk about the beats because you you make beats too. Give yourself credit because I'm still waiting for the the Paralyte uh, beat. <laughs> right. Because I I love Donatella. Like the, the one for Donatella, I love it. Okay, like I love it. So I'm like, you know, thank you. Like, so yeah, I did this to Larati too. I'm like, so when is Struggleosaurus gonna be? And he, he made the beat finally, but you know, I had to. It's funny, man. It's weird because, like, I got, I'm still working on not being so sensitive and possessive about my beats and just letting people hear them. Right. I be having beats that nobody has heard because I am self conscious and I think they're not good. Even if somebody keeps saying, oh, I like that Donatella beat or I like this one beat, it, it doesn't seem to change how I feel about myself and my, and my, and my level of artistry when it comes to making beats. Yeah. Um, Cause it's, it's my you're newest your, thing. You're like, and you're your own worst critic though. I think that's right. Yeah. And I understand that. So um, like I'm getting ready to release something tomorrow. Oh. For a special something. Yep. Yep. Yo, yep. Be on the lookout. Yo, this is Not, an exclusive like, n- kind of like, Okay. Here. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, and so, like, yeah, I don't know when you're gonna post this, but I'm sure it'll be after the fact. But unless know. you do it by tomorrow, like, maybe I'll post it tonight. Maybe. That- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't, don't do that much- time. It's only seven thirty. Yeah, I don't. I don't do much editing. I I only add an intro, some transition music, 
and that's pretty much it. Is it? Yo, Last I don't time- do any editing. You know that? Well, see, and that's why I, I don't want to do it on stereo because I know my troll. I don't. My trolling ways can attract some trolls. They're my friends. This is what you gotta do. This is what you gotta do, though. This is what you hear. You ready? I don't care if it's gonna be used or not with your editing or not. Keep it or not. I think I, you should keep it. Oh, I don't. I don't edit you... this. I only edit. Okay. I only add like an intro, so I can be like, okay. Do your shit on stereo and play only the messages that you want to play and when you want to play them. Everybody thinks because. The things change now that we got it. No, you don't have to do anything you want. You can say, Rashad, we're going to do part two of this show on stereo. I'm going to take a break after 30 minutes exactly, and we're going to play three messages. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. your own formula, and people could just be mad. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. Like, I've been yeah, saying always, that about man, stereo. People are always mad. Like, yeah, let them be mad. mad. Exactly. I'm, not even, I'm not even worried about that, but you see, um, I'm lazy, okay? So I was going to post the... I was going to put... Um, Afro Mormio did a... a she post, had me up as a, for an interview. And I was going to... Um, she sent me the file so I can put it on a podcast. I didn't want all those comments in there because some of them were just like, whoa. I, I never posted it because I was like, yo, I, I ain't going to edit all this. No, that's stupid. No. So, mm-hmm. so um, but I mean, I don't really get that many listeners some i probably could do it on stereo but you bring a crowd so i would have to i would have to edit stuff you'd be surprised but i can dig it i already know what you mean and i'm with you whatever you want to do is how you want to do it i enjoy it i like this balance without it you know it feels different yeah you know i got i myself actually got too used to that crowd live crowd feeling it's a spoiler and that's how that's how I always look at. It. I always got telling me. I, I tell myself. I tell the people in the, in the audience, same thing. Like, yo, it's cool that we got comments, but like, if you're really here to make some content, you should be able to make the content and then just add the comments on top of it. When people act yeah. like they're overwhelmed with content, I mean, with with messages, even though they know they ain't really got nothing else to say, so they're just gonna play messages anyway. Like, I I mean, maybe because of how stereo and did me i i don't really like i'm not using that for any serious content so i really don't like, care about the comments like i'll play them because it's whatever but um what i like about here and actually i have to thank andretti for this he was the one who really started like saying we're gonna do this on a um a, now it's spotify podcast and so that's what mm-hmm. the first two episodes were on um and it was just conversation. I'm like, yo, I really do like the format because it is just like a conversation. And so, so I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, I was no, going to say, ahead. I was thinking before you called, before we got connected, this like full circle for me because I started on here, you know, on Anchor. And I don't know if you met Mind Fox on stereo before, or I'm sure you've met. I've seen that. No I've show. Seen. I don't remember No Show, but I do know Mind Fox. Well, he is the reason why I'm on stereo. Mind Fox met me on here. I was making content on Anchor all by myself. Rashad Radio. I'd be like, yo, you listening to Rashad Radio? I am Rashad Sadiq. That's what I used to say all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, and so now here I am back using it again, and it's cool, it's funny, it's great, because I feel it's also a, such a super patient 
uh, recording for you and me. We've I've been told you when I first bumped into you on that app, Stereo. Like, Yo, we should talk. And then like we had our little, we did one. Or, you know, we've done some things, you know. But yeah. here we are now, like three years later, and I, I was like, you know, that don't like feels like somebody I went to school with, man. She's cool, man. Like I know this girl. And I feel like that that's the kind of conversations I do like when it's just like I don't like doing the formal because then I get nervous. But I get nervous and it starts to be like really informal. Like I'm like, no, it's gotta be just a conversation. That's why me and Bex work so well because like we ain't gonna do this formal stuff. It's I get nervous and then it just it gets awkward and I don't like dead air. So it's like and then like having talking to you before and even just through the comments, I'm like Okay, well, I can see it, and I do like want perspective because sometimes when people have like the controversy, like when it comes to like the BS, it's a lot of just misunderstanding, and it's because oh, yeah. I I do think you're misunderstood, and I do think a lot of times people try to they try me sometimes they really do they try to poke you and they try to do things to get you out of character. And now I'm like, uh, nah, you ain't gonna do that because I'm gonna give you that. So it's just like people really be thinking you're trying to be on something. Like, no, he's not that serious. Like, but I that's because that's how I am though. So I kind of understood. Like, I can understand people who are who are playing around, but the voice, it's the tone. What's, what's funny? What's so funny is the recent charades that I went through. When I look back at it, I can't act like I don't have anything to do with it. But the misunderstanding storm, when I put it all together. It just works out perfectly, right? Because in the beginning, I would get into, I don't know, disputes or, I, you know, widely known altercations with females, right, on the app. So then mm-hmm. people would be like, oh, shit, Rashad and Millie Jail, Rashad and Donatella, Rashad and whoever, right? Yeah. Um Right. And then so like the females would have a buzz on some whether or not this, that and the third. And, you know, they would talk about me and this. that, and the, But then when the fancy football shit went left and it was with me and the dudes. Right. It was like that female alliance had already been there. Well, it's like, yeah, we already knew. Like, fuck that guy. You know what I'm saying? So. To, to see it all connect was kind of interesting because it was like to me the dudes bammed out on me like all right, y'all y'all bammed out y'all like y'all are some bammers yeah. like shit like I don't know how to explain it except for like y'all just bammed out and yeah, I mean and I I did take up for you Rich. I did I said because you were consistent I was there for the very first league and you had the same rules in the second league and shout out to G he said it too like they don't gotta like it and so I mean I think I play blame to it though yeah well yeah we all had to take our own part and I'm not saying you didn't I mean I'm just saying from what I saw like just from what I observed because I that time I you know I was, I was trying to survive on that account okay I was just trying to survive <laughs> but from what I saw it's just like see my issue is like when people take and I think this is the whole thing with social media when she and as you were talking people instead of talking it out with the person, they feel the need to air it out on a public platform. And mm-hmm. that and that is what really grinds my gears, but that makes content. When you hear that when you see there's drama going on, 
you're, you know that that room, that audience is going to be packed. Oh, I will be in there listening, okay? I love a good telenovela. So I, I ain't going to lie about that. Like, But I feel like sometimes that's why people do do that. Because it, it does draw a crowd. And again, you're with that gifted and cursed thing where it's like, if you're doing anything social media-wise and you're documenting it, right? Mm-hmm. When things go left, if you don't document it, then it's like people always say, "Yo, what the fuck's going on?" So, like for where I do take error is, you know, I was widely known at that point to be on the app saying, "Oh, yo, my league, this, my league, that. I'm doing this, this game. I I did it way more than I, I don't do it at all this year, you know, because it should kind of fucked me up a little bit, but." Back then, I was known to be overly talking about how this shit is going week by week because I would use it as just more content to contribute to Rashad Radio, right? But when the shit went fucked up and didn't go right, now do I not, you know what I'm saying, continue with my, okay, in the news of this league because it was news. I don't think you should have stopped that because... I mean, you're talking about the league and the like the, the the people in the league, and just you're not even talking about them. You're talking about like the team scores. Like that's that's completely different from the, everything that went down. Like, well, no, I think maybe you misunderstood or maybe you forgot. But what happened really was that when the shit got fucked up, I got on the air and was like, "Yo, the shit's fucked up," and so and so is no longer in my league. Oh, yeah. right. And so that's kind of where it avalanched from there. And, you know, that when I look back at it, I didn't have to do it the way I did it, you know, but it was what happened. And it was not a calm moment. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it was like carrying on where I had a, I had formed like group chats for, I always form group chats, but that group chat went left. You know what I'm saying? So, whatever. Looking back, I probably didn't have to do it like that on stereo. But here's the, the kicker. And if for anybody, because I bet you people will listen too. So for all y'all that listen to this shit, the haters be listening. But well, the kicker is, no, hold on, only, the kicker is, only like hold on. The, cool listen, so. No, you never know, man. It'd be the people that really don't want you to win that listen to you the most sometimes. But listen, the kicker is that if I didn't say anything, somebody was going to say something. You know what I mean? Oh, like, let's oh, be real. Um, That's yeah. what the app is, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Knowing who, uh, somebody who was involved, yeah, it would it would have been aired out one way or the other. So I mean, it's like we yeah, let's it, let's be real. Like uh, like bringing back to the beginning of our conversation, what you were saying about, about Malcolm X, it it always gets aired out. Like mm-hmm. someone is always gonna, it, it'll be aired out. Like so if someone wants to uh, air out an issue, they will do it, and whether or not you have done it, and thing is you self-reflect a lot of people don't do that they don't go well i didn't have to do all that some people oh like, yeah no i did that and i don't care and then they just keep say keep saying i'm uh, doing that same habit that same no nah, i self-respect and i share with only those who can receive the information so clearly i respect your ears and your listening comprehension because you know sometimes when people reflect that's like you're right not a lot of people do that so i do do that often but I don't always communicate it. 
Um, and I definitely reflect on that one because it went left. And just to piggyback on what I was talking about earlier, how I needed a manager because I made Rashad Sadiq, then I made Rashad Radio, then eventually I figured out to combine them all. Well, this was kind of a certain – this is kind of similar where I already had the league that you and I are in, right? I didn't need mm-hmm. to make another league. But I was like, oh, I need more, you know, and I just – created something that I didn't have to create because I already had a league that was content. And ironically, you won that league. And I'm glad that there was some type of different energy after that shit for the failed league was fizzling out because now it's like, all right, well, there's this whole other league that I should have been paying attention to the whole time because I've been dealing with them from the beginning and I don't need to be putting too many things in my hands. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So... And actually, I feel like everyone in that league is, it's actually been pretty, like, everybody's pretty cool. There's still that a little bit of competitive spirit, but shout out to, like, Super High Man, who, because mm-hmm. I guess, um, yes, as we all have talked about, I'm very horrible. I, I'm doing a little bit better looking at the group chat, but he separately messaged me, like, look at your bench. I'm like, you know, uh, so we're even, like, even though we're all, like, kind of competing, like, we're still like friendly. It's a feel like a friendly competition where we're still like very respectful and very helpful to each other, and that's why I yes. keep coming back. Like, because I think I thought I know last uh, year everybody thought I was not gonna win. Okay, because I'm the very my this is how I did the first year, but I was studying for the bar, and I probably should not have been in the league because I know I did not look at that that roster at all. I do know that, but I've been having fun though. I, I've been even talking to more of my dad about it. I'm like, look at my league dad. He doesn't help me because he doesn't know that much about the players, but he, <clears> he he keeps checking in like, how are you doing? I'm like, like I told him, like, dad, I had 52 points on my bench. He goes, yes. He shook his head. Wait. So, Pedro like, man, listen, you know what you got to do if you can before it's over with? I don't know if you've done it yet, but like on a, especially Monday, right? But, like, Sunday night or Monday night or Thursday night, just try to watch the end of the game. You don't have to watch the beginning. You know, everyone's like, oh, I got to watch the game, and it feels like it's from the beginning to the end, and you're like, I'm not trying to watch that whole shit. I can get that. But try to see the end of the game, maybe, like, the third quarter or fourth quarter, and look at your fantasy football app while you're watching the game because – you might be in a predicament where you're playing somebody who's got it. You know what I mean? Those night games are great because that's the only game on TV. And you know what's funny about that? My dad is watching football. Like, like he was watching football yesterday. He was watching it on Thursday. He was watching like My dad does watch it. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but he, I, I, I do. And I do be checking I, every, so I know there's Wednesday night. So then, like, <laughs> Or Thursday night football. So Wednesday Thursday night. night. So Wednesday night, I will look at it. I will even look at it Thursday morning because sometimes they'll have like questionable. I'm like, let me see, let me check. And then. Nah, but you misunderstanding what I'm trying to say to you is what. Why I want you to watch it <clears throat> during the. I'm saying to watch it during the night of the game, right? So you've uh-huh. already made your decisions. You already got your starting lineup. So what I'm trying to say is, Thursday is the first game of the week, right? So maybe not Thursday night. But Sunday night and Monday night, those games are critical in the decision of fantasy football outcomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, yeah. Think about it. 
think about it in the way it has to be that because if the first game of the week is Thursday and there's only one game, right? You might not even have a player in that Thursday game, right? Yeah. Sunday is the bulk of the games. So yeah. that's when you're going to have a lot of points showing up on your team. Yeah. But it fizzles out to the Sunday night game because then there's only one game on. So around like eight o'clock my time, five o'clock your time, the points that are scored on your team might be the it. It might be it. But if you have a if you have a Sunday night and a Monday night, you got two more games left. So what I'm trying to say is if you yeah. watch those games and you are simultaneously looking at your app, it's a thrill because you will see how you're getting points during the game. Yeah, because that, I mean, I was going to ask you off, um, well, off of, uh, like, how do I know, like, what points are, like, I still don't know, like, what gets mm-hmm. a point and what does not get a point. Cause... That's what I'm trying to say. That's why you should watch this. You should watch a Sunday night or a Monday night game with your dad and just say, Rashad Radio told me I need to do this. I got my <laughs> popcorn. I got you something, whatever he likes, his snack. Yeah. And uh, just have your phone charged. And see, it, you might not have any stipulations. Like, like I, I look weekly to, and it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's not a rule. It's just a superstition. But me personally, I love to have a Sunday night or a Monday night player by any means. Like sometimes your roster won't call for that, so I might go and pick up like a kicker or some shit just so I have a player on Monday night because I want to watch the game and think that that's like my good luck player or some dumb shit. Yeah, because I had to wait till Monday to even find out I won this week. Uh, exactly. His worm had his had a Monday game, and it. Exactly. There you go. So that's what I'm saying. So he was watching that game, hoping to win. And he, yeah, I was a little nervous. I was like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that, yeah, that, that, and that, and that was a good concept, and that's something that's cool that you were able to do to bring um, the stereo, like just people in the community together. So yeah, you see a lot of people are doing it now too, isn't it? So I'm flattered to see. Yeah, there's a female league. It's um, hilarious. Uh, I was invited to it, and I said, "Is there? I don't think they're putting money in, it, but my I can only manage my one one league." Who's <laughs> running that league? Do you know? Um, no, I don't. Um, I don't know who's running it. Uh, I who told me about it. PBS told me about it, but I don't know who's running it. Oh wow! Okay, I got an idea then. Well, um, I I'm not right. I just don't know how. To, I can't beat you. Like, yeah, you're not ready for that yet. You know, like you're good with one. So I appreciate yeah. you sticking in the OG league. We're on season three. Season four will be here before you know. But let's just get to get through season three because it's gonna be a fun one. This one's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a. Right now, Matty Wash is undefeated, so he's feeling himself. Yeah, he, yeah, I was so sad he took my my quarterback from that. Okay, the one quarterback I, that was the quarterback I had last year who made uh, who made it through the entire season. He, I remember him even playing on a broken toe, being scoring me a lot of points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But my quarterback, he's been pretty good, and I, I I learned I might take another. I have another quarterback just in case. I, might, I had to got to keep myself you know padded, you know. These players. <laughs> so I'm trying to learn from prior mistakes. But all right, so this is like the last topic because it is, I don't want to waste too much of your time. But uh, no, it's not a waste. You, you know, I, you married a Latina, you know what I'm saying? 
Does she? How does she feel about your podcasting? And why? Oh wow! She, why hasn't she joined you? Oh yeah. wow! What? what? Wow, the juicy one at the end. Is that really Ay, juicy? Dios mio. Is yeah, that juicy? juicy. Yeah. yeah, it's juicy. It's juicy. Yeah, look. She don't like it. I, I already told you, like, yo, I want to be, like, I want to meet, I want, I want to be like the first <sighs> to be able to be like a, a duo with your wife and you. I gotta it. fix it. This is what you'll know. Here, here, here you go, listeners, and for for you first because you're hearing it live and direct. You'll know I'm doing good and better in our relationship once I get her back on the mic because there was a time when it was her and I, and the idea was not just Rashad Radio is only me. That's why I named it Rashad Radio, even though my name was in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't. I thought it was like a radio of podcasts for everybody that knew me, like my friends, her family. Yeah. And so some of our older recordings would be me and her and her cousins and friends we know from around the way. But here comes an insert the dun 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 dun. Got it. Stereo <laughs> happened. She doesn't like stereo. Okay, so she she did not like stereo. She didn't like what it did to me. Yeah. Uh and she ain't with it. So, and it's unfortunate, but I've not given up hope yet. So why not bring it to Station Head where you can play music or bring it here? I mean, why does it, it doesn't have to be stereo? Well, that's a good question. I personally, I personally, I'm not pressed for it to be on stereo either. Like her and I could do stuff anywhere. You're right. If I said that to station head. You can you can stream your music and skip that that and that goes to your bank account every time. No, yeah. Oh, you mean so? Hold on. You trying to say like why not get her and you and like? No, you. Yeah. No, no. This this for you like so like. Oh yeah, no, no, no. So you and her. The like, thing is, is I've kind of like killed her interest in it, and that's what sucks. So now I'm definitely not ever, 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 ever trying to be on record of somebody making do something that they don't want to do. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it for me. You ain't gonna do it because you want to do it. Yeah, but have and you so, brought up the idea like of a different platform? She don't want to do it. She just don't want. So do it. yeah, I just she don't want to do it. She's very low key, very private, very yeah. opposite of what I'm doing. And it's been an issue with us for the whole relationship. But mm. she knew that I was like this going into it. So I'm just like, I'm not going to fucking change. Because if I was a change, you're going to like that shit either. So, you know, you my, my idea is... Like yeah, I, I think I can bring her in. My whole thing is, I hate, I'm not trying to make her sound shallow. Because she's not. I'm not trying to make her sound typical. She's not. I'm just saying, I think the time that's been spent on this journey is not bringing in enough results for her likings also. Mm. So she could have lost, she could have not liked stereo. She could have not fucked with a lot of aspects of the women that she was hearing on stereo saying crazy shit, maybe. Or she could have also just been looking at all the time that's being spent and being like, where's the paper? Because here's my thing. Is like if I, I guarantee you this, 
This is why I'm saying this. I preface it with not trying to make her sound typical or or no, but that's a very good point. That's not even being typical. Like it's like well, time. It's the time is money, but that's not even typical though. It's like you're spending this time and you're doing this. Where are the results? I know, but that's the problem, right? Because let's say a song from Basic Gear rapper, or let's say whatever it is that I do, because I'm continuously donating content to the internet and the and the universe, right? Let's just mm-hmm. say something out there catches. And now Rashad Radio is making money. Now I would see her being, hey, hi, you know. Yeah. But I would resent that. Well, I, I mean, I get why you would resent that, but I also can understand her point of view in that because it's like you're, you're, yeah. you're putting your time out there. You're putting this effort out there when. Like the bullshit, right? Like sometimes she, when she hears about the bullshit, she's like, why are you wasting your time on the bullshit when it is not making you money? But when she sees that, you know, you're getting the dues that you put in, maybe she could add more to it. Oh, um, I feel like if we and her made content, it would be gold. It would be. Like she has so to, this is, she, and that's, and just to wrap it up, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just got to tell you and just know that like, I really wanted to bring her on stereo. I was like you and me. I didn't want to do no shows. I wouldn't have had these. Sh- and shout out to Revenge. Shout out to the Song Dreamer. Shout out to everybody I've done shows with and yeah. Pro Pittman. But like the idea was to be me and her on stereo. But yeah. she wasn't feeling it. And so like I went hard and I was like, I'm doing this shit with or without you. Mm-hmm. And so now I don't fucking put myself in this situation because I got to make her happy. I got to make her care. Mm-hmm. Like, Put it like this. I'm about to go back in the house after this is done. She knows that this is being time spent for Rashad Radio purposes, but will she ask me one question before I go to bed about it? No. Well, you could tell her I shouted her out. I said, you know, <laughs> she's welcome anytime. Latina to Latina. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I you will. Know, I, you know, she's on the team. She's on the on our team, and uh, you know. Yeah, she's she's uh we still rustling, and her team yeah, is actually beat, good. She, yeah, she beat me. She beat me. All right, Prada. No, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So there's an example right there. Not to beat up on you, baby, if you ever listen to this, which she probably won't, unless I force feed it to her. But like, I tell her, like, baby, you're not even participating in this group chat. You know, like, come on. So I can't, I, like, I can't I, even blame her because I look, I. You had to get had to get super high man take you know be like look at the group chat you tell me go look at the top so I can't even get on it. yeah it's okay I got you got your back <laughs> right. but I appreciate it all right so before we go what well, how about you just you know get, let us know you know like we do in two verse I'm like let us know like what what do we got to expect from Rashad Radio what what is coming up for you and then man well one thing for sure. Revenge Radio is tomorrow night. Shout out to Jazz, aka Revenge is a bitch. Happy no, no, belated birthday it, you to gotta her. You gotta say it right. You gotta say Revenge it right. Revenge is a bitch. That's what we say it like that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, shout out to her and her awesomeness. It's Libra season right now. Her birthday was just the other day. I got a surprise for her that I hinted to in this recording earlier. Oh, uh, just that's a little right. fucking Revenge Radio beat that we got going on for for our intro something so you know so yeah this will but, definitely be um you know i'll definitely be putting this up tonight then 
So, yeah, man. I mean, and besides Revenge Radio and besides the Aquarius and Scorpio show, be on the lookout. I mean, I'm working behind the scenes. I'm always making beats. I'm always trying to organize my music. So, Paralyzed B is coming out. <laughs> better like beats coming. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Then you'll probably hear you probably hear more beats than you hear music, like rapping shit. But I don't wanna put the pen down. I do wanna give y'all my own sound. I told y'all earlier that, that basically a rapper, shout out to Ron J. It's got a lot of his influence on it and shout out to it because it's fire. Um, but I do wanna kinda like see if I can hone in on the sound that sounds like my sound and give y'all a little, you know, a project sooner or later so be on the lookout for that and then uh you're gonna come on chewbacks when mike when that project is done yeah that's right exactly you already know yeah well don't forget to follow rashad on stereo at rashad radio and yeah thanks for being my guest on here rashad thank you for having me yeah like (laughs) all right well i will talk to you on the flip side yes sir yes ma'am yes everyone out there Peace and love don't push your shove. Be better than you was yesterday. Better like. Just hit me up later on. Text-wise. Appreciate you always. I appreciate you. Have a good night. All right, then. Bye-bye now.